Welcome to Shock Talk, a Wichita State University podcast about innovation and entrepreneurship. There's a saying, a rising tide lifts all boats. If Wichita is truly going to rise and see greater economic development, economic access, greater wealth, then we need to make sure that we have things in place to help all entrepreneurs. And to welcome back to the Shock Talk podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today joining us is Christina Long. She's the Wichita native CEO of Create Campaign, as well as the owner of the graphic design and communication services company, CML Collective. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today. Right off the bat, what I want to know is what is CML Collective? <laughs> so CML Collective, that's my for-profit company. Um, I have a graphic design and communication services company, and it was always my hope to be able to bring professional communication services to underrepresented communities. When I first got in business, um, and even during the time that I was able to spend as an advisor with the Kansas Small Business Development Center, I noticed that people's perceptions of your company really does <laughs> rely on how professionally you present. So it used to break my heart when I'd see really um, motivated and engaged entrepreneurs who would put a business card in front of me that just did not look good. The art was blurry, um, or you could tell they just stole it from or used a template from other places, or even, you know, did steal some professional images in some cases, just because they didn't know you can't do that. And so these are easy fixes. How do we, again, let people know what you can do uh, when you're building your company brand and what you probably should avoid? And so I just wanted a company to be able to address that. And um, I used my experience. I used to be a reporter with the Wichita Eagle. So I come to marketing and communications from a journalistic background. It was my role at the Eagle to cover Wichita's ethnic and minority communities as the cultural affairs reporter. So because of that too, not only do I have the expertise in terms of building and crafting messaging, but also being able to work within minority populations, those niche kind of groups that sometimes others identify as hard to reach. Well, I know how to navigate in those communities because I've been doing that for more than 15, 20 years. And oh, by the way, I'm, I'm an African-American woman as well. And so being able to, again, just serve my community, serve my people. Um, it just really matters to me. Definitely. And as you mentioned your background in journalism, I think that it's super important to consider and to talk about for a moment. You left a, a steady job to, for an, a world of entrepreneurship. What prompted this, this huge change for you? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. So after I left the Eagle, I actually um, took a job with Wichita Public Schools, where I ended up being a division leader in a department that worked to connect families and the communities with schools so that we could do better, do more, have stronger relationships to support student success. And when I tell you I loved the job, I was earning um, the best income that I had made because I was a little bit further along in my professional career, but I had launched my company at that time as well. So I would work my full-time job and then either on my lunch breaks or after work in the evenings, I would work my company. And it got to a point where the workload was so intense on both sides. I remember, you know, it was nothing for me to do 18, 20 hour shifts between the two. 
I even had one instance where I had to make a delivery. It was one of my first clients outside of Wichita and I needed to get an apparel delivery to them for a large conference that they were having. Unfortunately, one of my vendors was having printing problems that you know, delayed our turnaround. Our clients don't need to know that they ordered, we are to execute. So I ended up being the quote unquote courier service that got those uh, apparel pieces up to uh, Kansas City at the time that was designated prior to our deadline. And I had to turn right around and go to my full-time job at Wichita Public Schools. And so that workload, it, it just became too much. And I decided, you know, if I'm really going to be effective, then I've got to make a choice. Am I going to put down my company as it's continuing to grow so that I can, again, just be more still in the work uh, for Wichita Public Schools? Or do I take a chance? And I decided I was going to go ahead and take a chance at my company, but I didn't jump immediately. I had to be able to make up a certain percentage of my income that I would lose if I was to make the jump. And fortunately enough, I was able to do that. I think it's very wise of you to wait to not do the full jump at once, but to realize, hey, there's going to be a deficit and a gap here. I should probably address that before I fully commit to it. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I don't like about entrepreneurship culture is that it seems um, by how people talk about it that, you know, you just jump into it and, and you learn as you go. You fail fast, you fail often, but you never fail completely because every failure is learning. Like it's just a lot of hype around uh, this lifestyle. And I think that sets up people for um, trouble. You, especially if you have a family, you really have to look at the cost of entrepreneurship. And that cost means you have a household to maintain. You have a household to contribute to. And so if your company is not making money at the rate that it should, do you really put your household at risk to go off and jump into a dream that truly is yours? Your family might believe in it, but that's your dream. So you have to balance what your heart says you want to do with the reality of you still have a responsibility to provide and provide well. And that's just financially. Let's not even talk about the emotional toll that it takes to be an entrepreneur. When you are up, you are grinding. Nobody understands it, but you, it is lonely. It can be very, very lonely. People are looking at you like you left the safety and security to do something that is not guaranteed, but your response is, oh, but it is guaranteed because I'm going to make it no matter what. I'm going to give it everything. There is a health cost to that as well. You have to take care of yourself in this. Um, you know, now I understand and I try to encourage people that there is a better way. Everybody's way is, is individual. It's different, but there is a better way. That was great, Christina. With that being said, why did you decide to start Create Campaign? Well, I decided to start Create Campaign because I saw a need to be able to provide more business development information to minority communities in Wichita. <clears throat> there was a group of business leaders who were working on how do we advance Wichita in economic development through entrepreneurship anyway. And in doing so, the conversations really centered on there seems to be just a gap and awareness, understanding, sometimes even visibility among minority entrepreneurs in the larger ecosystem. So how can we bridge that gap and just serve all entrepreneurs well? What was the actual implementation, the actual process of making this happen? Because, you know, as we know, it's a lot easier to, to have an idea or to want to do something, but the actual implementation is a whole other beast usually. 
Yeah, it typically is. So fortunately, the group of business leaders, um, under that time, they were called the Entrepreneurship Task Force. They had already convened a number of service providers in town. And so they were used to meeting every other week to discuss how do we move Wichita forward. So we already had a lot of the service providers. And I thought that that was really important to have them be part of this effort because they're here and they exist to be able to provide business development support. So again, how do we bridge that gap? We went ahead and determined that it would be great to get the service providers in front of these entrepreneurs for a half-day workshop at Wichita State University. And the neat thing about it is we decided we didn't just want to have an event that people just came to and then nothing happened after that. We really wanted to promote them making the connections at the event and then going and pursuing those connections outside of the event so that they could grow their businesses. And so what ended up happening is we thought we'd get a group of 35 Black entrepreneurs. Again, 35 was a good size for a new event um, and to be able to attract them. But we ended up getting 77 Black entrepreneurs that day at that event. And we knew that this, this was more than a need. It was demonstrated by the people who came out and the people who followed up saying they wanted more. From that event, we um, actually, I took a moment <laughs> to kind of regroup because at that time I was a new business owner myself. And so um, it's one thing to connect people with resources. It's another when people are calling you, asking you business development questions and you're a new entrepreneur as well. And so what we decided to do was obviously the need was there to continue this event, but what else could we put around it? And so we decided to add additional events, additional resources, and it ended up going from 2015 that half the event to 2017, the year we uh, structured formally as a nonprofit, and it's just grown from there. What I want to know is what sparked your belief in economic development through entrepreneurship? Yeah, so when you look at how a community thrives, how a city becomes a regional driver, we have to look at the economics at play. It's more than just what people earn as an income. It's what people are also able to contribute to the ecosystem. So if we have businesses that are underperforming, then that is a prime opportunity to be able to bolster them so that they can make a greater contribution to the economic base. And so again, there's a saying, a rising tide lifts all boats. If Wichita is truly going to rise and see greater economic development, economic access, greater wealth, then we need to make sure that we have things in place to help all entrepreneurs. It's not just, you know, the quality of parks, the quality of schools, um, the infrastructure. It is also, can people earn a living and is that living um, a decent living? Um, and in addition, are the businesses thriving at their optimum uh, performance level in order to, again, contribute to that economic base? As you talk about all of this, how have you felt about the city of Wichita helping you? You know, um, I cannot complain at all about the partnerships and the collaborations that I've experienced all across the city. These partners aren't just the type that put their logo on things and then have nothing else to do with them. They roll up their sleeves, they get involved in the work, and that has made a tremendous difference in this work. So I am very pleased with the quality um, of the connections that we've been able to create around the Create campaign. And before we go, I've got two more questions. The first one being, where can we find you online? Yeah, thank you. So if you're looking for CML Collective online, you can find us at cmlcollective.com. If you're looking for Create Campaign, we are createcampaignks.com. Sounds good. And our last question is um, that clearly you've had a long eventful career. What advice would you offer to anyone looking to get into maybe entrepreneurship or just to do something impactful with their lives? Yeah. 
Well, I'll take the latter part of that question first. And that is, if you're looking to do something impactful with your life, you have to be honest with yourself. What drives you? What motivates you? What encourages and inspires you? And then go for it. Uh, sometimes we're so scared that what we're doing isn't perfect. It's not ready to go. But I tell you, when you take that first step after planning for that first step, then the next step becomes clearer. So I'd say don't let fear hold you back from putting forward what has been purposed in you to put forward in this lifetime. Secondly, if you're an entrepreneur, I really would encourage you to reach out to our local resources. Uh, I mentioned them before, the Kansas Small Business Development Center, WSU Center for Entrepreneurship, SCORE, SBA, the CREATE Campaign. There are so many who are here, willing and able to help. You're not in it alone.